Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. We've been getting a lot of great questions within our community group, so you obviously probably see them all that create like really good conversation and a lot of people helping each other out. So we got a great question about um, leading upward. So what it takes to um, lead your leaders, essentially, if you're in a business or you're in, um, you know, your workplace, corporate job, wherever you are, what, working for a church or whatever you're doing, how do you lead the people that are leading you? So that's what we're discussing today. And before we start, I just want to make clear when it comes to leaders. Leadership is not a title. It is not a position. It doesn't matter. Leadership is nothing but influence. So you have influence no matter where you are in an organization. So it's how you utilize that influence for the betterment of other people. So just to be clear, before we start and you're thinking, oh, I'm not a leader, whatever, you do have that influence of people, whether it's positive or negative of how you've been involved before, (laughs) Um, but you do have that influence. And if we can use it correctly, you can definitely lead from wherever you are to move the organization in a positive direction. Very good. Very good entry there because it was, uh, when we were talking about this earlier, we're like, well, how do we tie this in if, if somebody's not in a workplace or if they don't really consider themselves in a leadership role? And I think that you really hit the nail on the head with the leadership really starts within. It's you. So what you do is that you're exemplifying those leadership qualities. And at some point you are influencing, you're inspiring, you're motivating, you're empowering somebody along this their journey, whatever they're doing. And that is what a leader does. So they show up and just lead, lead by example. So how we fill ourselves and what we put in ourselves, you know, from the things we listen to, you know, to the books we read, to the podcasts we listen to, to the people we surround ourselves with, everything becomes like our sphere of influence and what we absorb, we, it it comes through us, right? So we need to make sure that if we're, if we want to become better leaders or better individuals, we really need to take a look at what we're doing to pour into our our beings so that ultimately expels, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something we're going to talk about further into today's episode, but it's really about just setting the tone to know that you don't have to have a leadership hierarchy position in a business, but it could be of anyone, anywhere, just starting where you're at. Yes. But that being said, if we're learning and we're developing ourselves, right, you can learn all these skills and all the things we read, but putting them into action. So I know sometimes people feel like they cannot approach, not sure how to approach a leader if they notice a problem that's happening with an organization or they're noticing something that, uh, or maybe they have a good idea that might propel the whole organization or help change something, but they don't know how to approach the leader. They don't really feel like it's their place to say anything because that's not their job or that's not their position. So I think number one is just knowing that a, like no organization is going to grow without an honest, like upward communication. Like you have to be able to openly and honestly be able to communicate with those above you because number one, those leaders, they don't know sometimes that there's a problem happening because they're not, it's not part of their everyday activity. So even though it affects the whole organization, maybe long-term down the road, they might not see it immediately and you do. So no company or organization or business or anything is going to grow or get better if that upward communication doesn't exist. So you have to be able to bring that to leaders' attention and be able to, number one, bring it to their attention. But 
I think it's better if you can bring it to their attention, but also come with solutions as well, (laughs) or at least some ideas, because sometimes you're in that position that you're doing every single day that you, you're the best person to do that. And by bringing that to their attention, number one, it helps. And number two, they notice you as somebody that's willing to step up and speak up when you notice something. And then there's that backwards of, I don't want to say backwards respect, because I'm sure there's respect the whole way, but an appreciation, right? They notice you as somebody that's willing to step up and bring something to light that needs to be brought to light. If you in the correct way, right? You're not going to be like, hey, you suck. This is happening and it's awful, right? Like bring that up in a, in a, in a conversational appropriate way. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, for that standpoint too, it takes a leader to be a leader, right? So if you're recognizing something, we can't just assume that somebody else is going to take control of that and just say, well, that's not my job. That's not my title. That's not my position. But ultimately, when we collectively look at our, you know, our ecosystem, right? Our people that were closest, you know, in proximity, whether it's in your career, your household, or your family, friends, if we see somebody not stepping up and living up to that, um, their expectation or their potential, then it's almost like a disservice just to sit by and watch things unfold and somebody fall apart. And it's the same concept if you're in a business, if you, if that's not your position and not your role, it doesn't mean that you can't say something because you're maybe you're seeing that they're not noticing. And so it, it rightfully so the leadership in that individual say, Hey, this is wrong. It needs attention. Let me go bring it to my boss's attention or my superior, whoever it may be. Same with a friend. If you're seeing a friend kind of struggle in some areas, you wouldn't just say, Oh, well, it's not my problem. You go there with an act of service and you're just, you know, <laughs> Hey, I, uh, you know, I see that you're really struggling here. Is everything going on? Or, you know, is everything okay? And so by you showing that you're noticing and taking notice and just appreciating that the quality of that person, it helps them bring out a quality in them because like, maybe they're not, they're not realizing that they have an issue. Because a lot of times when we're so like self-absorbed or even like business absorbed, we don't see the projection of everything out there. And it takes, you know, extra set of eyes. And this is why people build teams and companies hire people because they can't be everywhere at all the times. And it just really takes that individual to help shine light on areas that need improvement. Exactly. I didn't really think about it in a friendship form, but it's true being able to do that. I also think too, like the place of where you're coming from and when you're leading, like leading leaders, I don't want to do quote, I keep doing that every time we say it, but, um, but when you're leading your leaders or your, um, whatever in this, whatever your managers or whoever, and you have these ideas, I think it's really important for number one to know like how, like where you're coming from. Right. So like you need to make sure, cause people will follow you. People will follow a leader with bigger heart than their skill set, Right. So if you're coming from a place of service and betterment for people, people will follow you and you'll have influence, but people need to know and feel that you're, you don't want to be the rebellious type. Right. Cause that just causes conflict and everything or place of rebellious where I'm going to lead my leaders and show what's wrong, right? It has to come from a place of service, number one. Number two, obviously, when it comes to your leaders, like, and you kind of have to, uh, I don't want to say respect because respect something that's earned, but like, they might be your leader or a manager or someone that's above you for a reason. So I think that you have to ha- be able to honor them in public so people know that you have that, I don't know the word, reverence toward them, <laughs> um, whatever, that you respect their authority and where they are. Because people might feel attacked as a leader, right? If you're just trying to undermine what they're doing or come up with all these ideas. So number, so again, come from a place of not rebellious, but of the betterment and of service. And then make sure that you, like that leader knows that you do hold them at this standard because they're, they're there for a reason and you respect that for where they are to have that communication. And then you need to know 
because it can be leading your leaders if your leader is insecure or stubborn. So you kind of need to know like where, how there's a, it can get tricky, which I feel like is a whole nother conversation that we won't fit in this, but know that person. But, but, but there's different, but timing too. Like, so we all know when things are happening in our life, like know if the person that's leading you, what their life is like, or what's happening. Cause you ever like say something to somebody, whether it's your spouse or your whatever, and like one minute it's fine and whatever. But if you do it again, it's like annoying to them and it's the same action. <laughs> so I think sometimes that's with your leader. So if you have something and a good intention, you want to bring something up, but it's really bad timing that then it just, you're shooting yourself in the foot, right? There's just annoyed. So I think that it's like, I don't want to say technique, but kind of like a, a finesse, I guess, of like knowing that timing to approach and having ideas when you approach and making sure you know person this is, so you know how to better reach them. And so kind of coming off of that too, having that respect and, uh, you know, for, for many of us, when we, sometimes we get our egos in the way, right? And so those can cause some emotional rifts. So I know for me, if, if, you know, I'm seeing something that maybe I brought this to my boss's attention uh, years ago and just, they didn't really respect me because I wasn't in that higher um, position as them, but it was out of a uh, respect for the company And I would just say, hey, when you have a moment, can I talk to you? Because you're already setting the precedence of that tone. Like, we need to talk about something. Obviously, this isn't something normal of me that would always come and approach you. But giving them that heads up and the respect that there is a time and a place to make an appointment or schedule a call or come into the office or, you know, sit down with your partner, your friend, whatever it may be after the dust has settled in a sense, because then there's no bruising egos. There's no you know, worrying about what are they going to think of me? Am I stepping over boundaries or I don't want to pour more gas on the fire. And it's just really about bringing it to a neutral place. Mm -hmm. And then when you're able to sit down with the egos and emotions aside, you can just have a real conversation, just be open and honest. Like, Hey, I noticed this was happening and I don't think that this really complies with our policy or our uh, values or Maybe this, uh, you know, communication in your marriage or your relationships. Hey, you know, you really offended me in that situation. Or, oh, I didn't know, I didn't realize I offended you in that situation. And so really it just opens a door for conversation, but it's, it's not coming from a place of attack. And so that's really important is like when we start reacting, that comes out of an emotional like defense. Like we feel emotionally violated, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that to me. But you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Some people are just jerks. But if if you know they're jerks, you just kind of accept them as jerks and you meet them where they're at and you just keep your distance. And I understand that that's your boss, but there's also ways to kind of sweeten on them, right? To not be friends with them, but yet you're both working collectively towards the the common goal. And that's whatever your business or your company or your marriage or your friendship is headed towards, right? So ultimately it comes down to respect for the, the bigger picture and not necessarily that individual. And if you respect your relationships enough, you're going to make that time and, and uh, you know, show up for that person and just be honest with them. And that's really the, the best approach. You know, it's cliche, honesty is the best approach, but like it really is because we don't, we can't read minds and we can't assume people know how we feel or how, you know, what we're seeing or thinking. So it's just come to the table with an open, open heart and open, open mind. So that's kind of my two bits because I've kind of been on both sides of that spectrum, you know, coming from a corporate place to being an entrepreneur to obviously, you know, my marriage and, and friendships and relationships and business partnerships. And I've taken that tactic on for myself and it gives me peace at the end of the night that I, I gave it my all. Yeah. Definitely. And I think too, if I were to just add one last thing, I would say 
be open to like, if you do have suggestions as a lead, like you, and say you do want to move up in your organization or grow with your company or whatever it is you're doing. And if you have a suggestion to offer to lead that and head that up, because if you see something and you ask them, Hey, can maybe you can give me a chance. I can try and implement this or do this or whatever. And you kind of step up into that leadership role. Like you'll never move, like you'll never lead up if you, and, and move up if you, if you can, that's what people notice. So if you are right, be the change you want to see. So if you do see something and you bring it up and it's something that you do have control over and something that you can do, I would say to like offer to do that because and to lead that up and kind of show your leadership so that throughout the organization and company, you can grow. And you, and in doing that, it's, you grow your, again, leadership is nothing but influence. That's the only thing leadership is, is influence. So in doing that, you will grow your influence and you will grow your leadership skills. And whether you grow through that organization or somewhere else, I mean, people will notice that about you. So I think those are all the suggestions <laughs> that I have on how leading up and unless you have anything else to add to Rachel, but I think there's so much stuff. So it's hard to like fit into 20 minutes. Cause I feel like we could talk about this and so many, like break it down into like each whatever. And then personality types and how you would address like a leader. That's like, if your boss is this kind of personality, try this. I feel like there's a lot of ways to like break this down, but I think that's the best we can do with like a 20 minute, just trying to be short, concise with some mindset hacks and, and ideas. Right. No. And I think, I think we, we tried to summarize this all. And, you know, like we said, try to be as a, we don't want to be as general and as vague, but yet we try to bring it into real life situations where we can apply this, not only just in business, because again, when we think of le- leadership, I think for me, like, oh, you're like a boss or a CEO or some, something like hierarchy. Right. But it really does take leadership of, of leading one and you, it all starts and ends with you. So again, what we put in is what we're going to get out. So for us to influence even just one person and maybe make that your goal, one person to influence, how are you showing up for for them? Is it congruent with who you want to become? Do you want to lead more? And continue asking yourself how you can do, improve that leadership quality. Because if you got one person, that person's going to tell the next person and so on. And if if that's your ultimate end goal is to create leadership and influence and to help lead the way for other people. And, you know, side note, not to get confused with the whole influence, you know, what we see on social media, but influence is every day, whoever we, you know, smile at somebody, right? That's a leadership quality. You smile, you take notice of somebody and it's contagious. The next person help, you can't help not to smile again. So everything comes, what comes out of you is really the embodiment of what a leadership position is. So again, it all starts and ends with you. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, we always love hearing from you ladies and just throw in the comments in the Facebook community group as well. But we love to hear from you. And if you're not in the community group, hop on in and take part in the conversations. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.